Hey everybody, welcome to YKS. It's a podcast about uh, Kickstarters. But yeah. you know what? It's also about making friends. Yeah, it's also it's about so much more than that. We will get back to you on what else it is about. Because uh, we're still kind of working out ourselves here on episode 40 of Your Kickstarter Sucks. I'm your host, Jesse Farrar, joined by the inimitable... Dr. Michael Hale. Dr. Michael Hale, seated um, uh, to my immediate front side. What's that in boat terminology? Port. That can't be right. Uh, bow. Okay. Starboard. You're just saying Aft? them. You're just saying them all now. Anchor. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that one's not. A, that's not a side. Um, well, welcome to the show. Uh, we want to talk to you a little bit about uh, later on six Kickstarters. Can you believe that? Yeah. People are tuning in. They're like, I'm. I bet they only talk about one. Two at the most. Well, you're wrong. You're wrong. First of all, first of all, first of all, where have you been? <laughs> I'm gonna, t- I'm gonna tune in on episode forty-one. You haven't been listening to the podcast sweeping the nation. Yeah, the nation of Islam. That is, uh, we put a billboard up there in Islam. We sure did. They're loving it. We could not point out where uh, the fictional, even the fictional <laughs> state. Of Islam, mm-hmm. we couldn't point out where that was on a map. I know exactly where it is. Yeah, it's in my heart, uh, and it always has been, and always will be. Uh, so, uh, what's going on? Well, um, we are uh, we're in the midst of uh, spooky December. It continues on, it rolls on. Mm-hmm. Uh, we just celebrated Rob Wisman's birthday. Not that we ever stopped celebrating it, um, right? Yeah. If you joined us on the Stefan and Jesse stream, you know that it's been Rob Wisman's birthday month so far. Uh, interrupted only by a small patch uh, to celebrate uh, my birthday um, uh, coming up on the 11th. So yeah. uh, we'll all stop for just a moment. We'll stop thinking about uh, Rob Wisman, our friend, and we'll celebrate my birthday then. Uh, then we'll move on to Christmas, the day Jesus was born. Wow. Talk about your lucky birth month companions to have. Yeah. You know who was uh, born in the same month I was? Who's that? Um, I don't know. I was asking you. Okay. Well, so this is something we should workshop, and we'll talk yeah. about that. We'll come up with uh, people that were born in the month of January, March, April, August. <laughs> the month you were born in. I just said it was January. January. You should know that anyway. You didn't slap say- in the face. He didn't say that. Uh, Mike's still not sure whether I have any siblings or not. If you put a gun yeah. to his head and said, this gun is loaded with one bullet, I will pull the trigger. Come on. If you do not get the answer right, does Jesse Farrar have any siblings? He does not. Okay. So. Well, you're right, but you'd probably still get shot from mouthing off. Right. Just being a wacky son of a gun. So Spooky December rolls on here. Looking forward to Jesus' birthday coming up. My kids are so excited. They're saying, I can't wait to celebrate the birth of Jesus, um, our Savior, uh, uh, God's only Son, of course, we all uh, know and love, who came down. He said, what's up, guys? We, we said, get out of here, you old scumbag. Yeah, and he said, all right. Okay, all but right, first. I'll get out of here, but first. You know, I was going to give you this thing, but if you want yeah. I'll just leave. I'm going to give you something. It's a little gift. Yeah. I'll- Everlasting life. Yeah. And he said, what, is, like, what, what is that? What is that? Is that like the gobstopper? What is, is that, that? an iPad? What is that? Yeah. No. It's the gift of everlasting life. And I even, Meanwhile, I'm over here going. Yeah. 
I got a little uh, place for you to hang out too after you die. Called Heaven. Yeah. Everyone has a mansion house. Yeah, and uh, everybody around him was like, uh, that sounds cool. What happened to all the people who have been dying this whole time? <laughs> and what happened to that iPad? Yeah. Oh, where are you that iPad? I want to be able to take uh, contactless payments. <laughs> yeah. That was the big thing back then is they were mostly a cash society. Yeah. But they, they, were... needed, they didn't have NFC yet, so they really didn't have the... They didn't have Bitcoin yet there. Bitcoin? Wow. Great segue, Mike. We wanted to talk a little bit about Bitcoin the fabulous cryptocurrency I think Jesus would approve of if he were here today, wouldn't you? Oh, yeah, definitely. I think Jesus would say, that's pretty cool. Um, I'm not going to kick over these money changers tables. I don't know how. I, 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 first of I all, I no can't figure where out where they are. I don't know what it is, first off. Bitcoin, yeah. what is it? I'm Jesus, the smartest man who's ever existed so far. Yeah. And even I don't know what it is. That is one thing about Jesus that they don't talk about very often is how smart he was. It makes <laughs> you think he was kind of dumb. Yeah. Because if you were writing a book about a guy and you wanted everybody to think he was great, you would say, uh, he was really selfless, um, he was able to do some cool stuff we all really benefited from and liked, yeah. um, he gave us um, a lot of uh, good things to think about you know, in our free time when we're not working and stuff. Um, and also, he was like wicked smart. Like, you would yeah. say that, right? You would say he could do all kinds of math or whatever. Yeah. But they never mentioned. They say he's good with his hands. That's what you say about a dumb guy. Yeah. He was a carpenter. Carpenter. Right? Oh, uh, you think all carpenters are. Well, I'm just saying that's what you would emphasize if you were trying to build up. So if you're trying to set up somebody on a blind date, okay? Yeah. And she's like, well, does he have a good job? Is he smart? Can I'm I have a conversation up, with so him? So you're trying to set up Jesus on a blind date. Well, I'm not saying and it's. The, <laughs> and the girls, go ahead. It's not, so. I'm not saying it's Jesus necessarily, but if I were. He's like, what's he like? Is he smart? And you say, well, thinking, well. He's not really. I mean, look, he's good with his hands. Yeah. Uh, he works with his hands. Um, he's he's creative. He's got a lot of creative energy. Hope you like fish and loaves. <laughs> That's <laughs> right. Can't, can't cook, I guess. Yeah. And wine. Yeah. So. Would it kill him to turn a little bit of it into sweet tea for the kids? Some seltzer water or something? I mean, Jesus. I Anyways, I'm just saying uh, Jesus wasn't too smart. Yeah. Right? Not like he's Bill Gates. <laughs> yeah, but... That's true. It's not like because you think you think about Bill Gates. Okay, yeah. Is he trying to make life better for lots of people? Yes, of course. He's trying to combat Alzheimer's, malaria. The Bill Gates Foundation is is doing some amazing work. Bam! Did he give humanity a great gift? Of course he did. Windows. We all love Windows. Yeah. Uh, The Microsoft computer. Pretty good stuff, right? Yeah. And then you got to fishes and loaves. Yeah, it's kind of no contest. Like. I mean, I complain about Windows. All right. You got the drivers, the kernels, all this stuff. It's like the kernels. What am I doing over here? Who am I, Orville Redenbacher? Uh, So, but, so he's got all that stuff. But, but I mean, it really beats the pants off of, uh, of like, well, you don't have leprosy now. Yeah. Guys on the floor, like, is that what that was? Pretty cool, but I can't do my taxes because there's no word processor around anywhere. Yeah. Okay. You, you, okay. So you've cured me of leprosy. Uh, can I type up a resume? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I mean it's getting kind of ridiculous. Yeah, I bet I have so many unread emails. It's, but, yeah. you know, thanks, I guess, for, uh, you know, turning my, this was, uh, tea. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> you turned it into wine. I didn't even ask you to. Hey, by the way, I had leprosy, but I was on disability. Yeah, so I was collecting. <laughs> <laughs> I was getting like 400 bucks a month, but I had no expenses. Jesus is like, Jesus. She's like, me. Oh, me. <laughs> 
People are hard to please. Yeah. And that's why and that's why he left. Yeah. So. No, he was killed. He was so. killed. And we won't say by who cuz you're not allowed to say in this day and age, but I mean I think we know. I think we all I think we all know. We know who did it. You know, it's not like he got a hold of some bad fish or anything. He didn't um he didn't he didn't like uh he didn't like jump in front of a train or something. Yeah. We know what happened. We celebrate it. We put little pictures of of it in our house. Mm-hmm. We hang him up to say, "Look at this guy here. This is right after um, some somebody. Uh, we won't say who again. Somebody who was maybe mad about his table getting turned over in the temple uh, yeah. came up and stuck a spear in his side. Your and your uh, seven year old daughter. She's like, uh, you gonna be okay? <laughs> <laughs> and he'll be fine. Yeah, he's fine." It's it's us we have to worry about, sweetheart. Actually, um, because we're immortal and our uh, our bodies decay, and we've got yeah. this thing inside of us called a soul, and it's uh, it's like a ghost that you trapped in there. Now, who's ready for cocoa? Yeah. I am actually. Yeah, we could use some cocoa. I'm not talking about the movie, Mike. Uh, did you see Coco? What is that? What is Coco? Uh, it's some animated kids movie. Huh? No, I've never seen. I've never seen it. I don't watch a lot of animated kids' movies. Really? Yeah. Huh. Seems like a setup for a gag, but I couldn't think of one that's not uh, pedophilic, and I think that that's sort of a dangerous topic. But you want to talk about Bitcoin. Speaking of pedophiles, Bitcoin. (laughs) Yeah, great, uh, great thing. I don't want to talk about Bitcoin. Well, you're an investor, so so you sort of have a bias here. I bought some Bitcoins. People should take uh, everything you say with a grain of salt here, because he is an investor in Bitcoin. He does stand to profit from Bitcoin's uh, That's right. as a staggering valuation as it goes up. Um, <clears throat> I, th- I think we've talked about before going to the casino and you know you bet on red or you bet on black. Mm-hmm. Win-win. Uh, win-win. Same thing with Bitcoin. Right. Not, so I did a lot of research about it. I purchased uh, $100 of Bitcoin mm-hmm. and then another 100 but don't tell my wife that. Okay, well, uh, that's fine. And uh, <clears throat> so the hundred dollars is just chilling in there, and it's gone down to I I, I got it on Coinbase. Mm-hmm. Um, Ad for Coinbase, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, it's just chilling in the wallet there, and you can watch it. It'll, the number will go uh, down significantly. Now that's a hoot. So if you've ever wanted to watch a number go down, mm-hmm. perfect. Uh, application for you. I normally do that just by uh, working out and eating sensibly. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> no need to talk about what we had for lunch today. Yeah. Um. So that's Bitcoin. Coinbase uh, yeah. is an app you can get on your phone. You can uh, go in there and buy some stuff and never see that hundred dollars ever, ever again. That's so good uh, because I have about a hundred dollars and I was really getting pissed off at it. Yeah. Wanted out of your house. I'm just tired of it. Perfect way. I'm tired of looking at it. It's always on the floor. I got to move it out of the way when I start the Roomba. When uh, when the Bitcoin blows up, JF, I'll remember you and I'll. Uh... When your two hundred dollars turns into three hundred dollars, you're going That's to. Right. You'll never forget where you came from. I won't wave it in your face. Yeah. Maybe well, I will. Most of it's going to get eaten up by the fees. <laughs> wow. That you incur when you remove it from your uh your wallet, right? Yeah. Plus the transactional difference, because hmm. uh, you have to wait like what, like a week to, before you can actually get it out. So it just cashes out at whatever the value goes to. Yeah, I think so. I don't know. 
So you're going to so basically here's how it's going to work out. You're going to put two hundred dollars in. It's going to go up to three hundred dollars. You're going to cash out, and in the, in, the, in the interim, it's going to go back down to two hundred and thirty dollars. So you're going to take out the thirty dollars, and you're going to wave it in my face and say, "I have thirty dollars," and then you're going to go buy half of a PlayStation game. That is thirty more dollars than I had yeah. before. So that's this shows you that it works. The system works. <laughs> it's pretty smart. Uh, it's a pretty smart system. Yeah, but the ba- the the good news about this is, though, I will admit, the good news is, is that it's actually uh, hastening Earth's decay. Yeah, the process involved for mining bitcoins is uh, not environmentally friendly. It's destroying the planet on which we live. So you got to get this big rig to run these uh, hashes or whatever, and then they, sure, uh, uh, takes a lot of power. Then it gets your house all hot. You got to crank that AC up. Yeah. I'm going to um, be laughing, though, when I'm a billionaire. Yeah. Sometime pretty soon. We were talking about this. What would you do with a billion dollars? The one first thing you would do. Dollars. You had one billion dollars in your account. What would you do with it? What's the number one thing you would do first out of the gate? That's a great question. Yeah, that's why I asked it. I would probably give all but one dollar to charity. And then for the last, with the last dollar, I'd buy myself a nice Coca-Cola. You know, a lot of Coca Colas now are like a dollar twenty nine. I'd go back and ask for inflation, some of the money back. But you just made them all billionaires, and they'd be like, "No, yeah, that's how people are. They really are. Me. Yeah, <laughs> not you though. You give them the shirt off your back, yeah, and then you ask for one tiny uh, square of fabric, and they say, "I can't spare a square." Oh, they are. It's from another program. If you guys want to look that up out there, all the millennials, check it out. It's called Seinfeld. Yeah. Funny show. Never seen it. I'll take your word for it, <clears throat> JF. Now, uh, what uh, what uh, what do we got here today? Oh, God. Oh, God. Are you okay? Well, so Trump, we just heard that Donald Trump drinks 12 uh, cans. Actually, I don't know. Did it say cans or bottles? We don't know for sure. We don't yeah. know if it's a can or a bottle. We don't know if it's an aluminum uh, twist top can. They have the aluminum bottles, you know, that have the twist top that are sort of the smaller size. Uh, we don't know if it's uh, those mini cans. Yeah. Remember the mini cans? Yeah. The slim can. The slim cans are not for. Oh, no, they do have Coke slim cans. Pepsi had those little squatty cans. Those little squatty ones, yeah. That one that was a weird choice. The slim yeah. cans were natural. So Trump drinks 12-somethings of Diet Coke a day. <clears throat> yeah. Barrels? Yeah. Can you imagine that guy freaking drinking a barrel of Diet Coke? Holy hell, look out. This guy's going to be up all night. Yeah, he's going to be tweeting, too. What's the kind of, well, what do you think Trump would tweet if he if he drank a whole barrel of Diet Coke? Wait, what kind of stuff would he come up with that twisted mind is? Um, I know that I'm a Tito Taylor. And I don't do dr- drugs or drink, mm-hmm. but I feel like I'm on freaking crack here. Yeah, right. Yeah, I feel like because of all the soda pop I drank today, I feel like I'm on freaking crack cocaine today. Yeah, yeah. Uh, sh- a sugar substitute. Well, it's it's freaking it's acting like sugar on my body right now. I'm bouncing off the freaking walls in here in this White House in which I live. Yeah. So sort of an he has sort of an awkward writing style. Not a great comedian. Doesn't really flow very well. It's just it's difficult to parse his uh, his meaning a lot of times. So he drinks twelve diet cokes in a day. Yeah. Now, the only way he would be able to get twelve Kickstarters in a day 
is to listen to two episodes of Your Kickstarter Sucks. So let me break that down for you. If there's 12 and 2, you're going to want to divide both sides uh, by t- No, hang on. By 2. Yeah. Right? So then you get down to one show. Yeah. So how many are in one show? Six. Six. Right. Yeah, that's right. And that's why we call it the six-pack. So that's the uh, six-pack theme, uh, courtesy of Drew Toothpaste, uh, former guest on the show, uh, former friend, current friend. Yeah. Still my friend. He's all right. Okay. I don't know why you flexed when you said that. Weird. Starting a beef with him for no reason. <laughs> uh, the six-pack is where we take six Kickstarters and we turn them on their freaking heads. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Uh, if you want to submit a Kickstarter for us to uh, take a look at and roast on the show, you can uh, send it into your Kickstarter sucks at gmail.com. Please do not DM it to the Twitter account. I don't want to read it. I'll read it. I'll I check the thing. Hey, if you also have a positive Kickstarter to you want to, to us to talk about it. Hey, your Kickstarter doesn't suck. Email that to your Kickstarter sucks. At Gmail that we it's a little can't confusing. set up a yeah we, we it's not gonna do it we could different. I guess get a but I think it's too long so we yeah. can't get a year Kickstarter doesn't suck you're gonna have to work out that puzzle yeah. for yourself when you email it in figure it out but that's for another time uh, right now we're gonna do some bad ones so yeah hey uh, first up JF first one first right one out of the gate right this is the the, the lead off kick the lead off campaign. Remember a while ago when we talked about something called uh, Das Horn? I dare say I will never forget Das Horn. Das Horn was a. Uh, uh, well, it was a it was a drinking vessel. Yeah. Okay. Um, that was shaped like a uh, like a like a horn of plenty, motherfucking like Viking horn thing. Yeah. That they would be on the helmets, um, and it was uh, large. It was unwieldy. It came with a shoulder strap, as I recall. Basically, just an affectation for uh, weirdo nerds who don't know how to talk to anyone. Yeah, it was a horn that you hung around your neck mm-hmm. and you just let the drink out of it. And you would do a little wolf howl afterwards. Yeah, woo woo woo. <laughs> uh, so dumb, right? Stupid thing that we talked about before. Yeah, and then they, they, got... they actually made a smaller one as well, did they not? I think they made a smaller one, a smaller DOS horn. Did they? Yeah. Um, but I hope somebody didn't make an even smaller one. <laughs> well, you're. You're in luck. Um, <clears throat> so they made uh, that's that's a bad product. I don't think it's very good, but clearly we're mistaken because people seem to love it. it made a lot of money. It made a lot of money. It made a lot of people uh, happy, or or uh, a reasonable facsimile of happy. Yeah. So, anyways, I'm glad it's behind us. Why do you bring it up? <laughs> I bring it up because someone has invented what they call goat mug, which is. Uh, uh, bringing style to coffee drinking. Now, if I wanted to see a goat mug, mm-hmm. I believe I would look in a dang old mirror. Yeah. Not a very attractive man, folks. You look bad. Oh-ho! I don't know if they do that sound. They kind of do, yeah. Um, it's sort of in that ballpark. Goat mug is the original uh, goat story crafted into a coffee mug. And what that means is beyond me. Yeah. I don't know. Their na- the, the name of their product is Goat Story. Yeah. It's not a book, to be clear. From Slovenia. Yeah. You know, like if you think of coffee or goats, you sort of go right to Slovenia, I think. Yeah. 
One of those places that you're not sure if it's real or if it was invented for a Marvel movie so that the superheroes would destroy it and everyone would be fine. Yeah, no, nobody cares if it's Slovenia. We don't know where that is. Yeah, nobody uh, knows. So It looks kind of like Sweden or something, but they blew it all up and everybody got mad. Hey, if you love coffee as much as we do, this says here, we're sure you would love to be able to drink it anytime, anywhere. That's the first sentence out of the gate here. That's a rough one. So if you love coffee as much as we do, which if you know anything about me, right? You know, I'm a total beanhead. Yeah. Uh, we're sure you would love to be able to drink it anytime, anywhere. Is something uh, stopping you from drinking coffee any, anytime, anywhere? Look, now, I, I don't want to sound like uh, some Joe Schmo who's not up on the, the coffee news of the world, yeah. but I will say that the last time I checked, uh, you can get coffee... Maybe like every 100 feet you walk in this country. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and and it's also not prohibited for any reason. So, um, so I'm glad you said that. Okay, good. Um, because uh, this says, and so would we. So they would also like to okay. be able to get coffee anywhere. That's why we decided to make a coffee mug that is practical and sustainable, uh, but is also a fashion accessory and tells the primeval story of coffee. Oh, boy. Yeah, so the video is something about a goat eating uh, a coffee bean and then going buck wild, and the farmer going, that sounds pretty good. Maybe I will also do the goat thing, and then he, that's how they invented coffee, which that doesn't sound right to me at all. I thought it was like a, I thought it was like a Mexican thing, right? <laughs> Jesus Christ. What? I can't say. <laughs> what we, are you talking about? I thought it was from Mexico. <clears throat> coffee? I don't know. Jesus. Where is it from? Lord help this man. It's from a goat? It's from all over, but they have Colombian coffee. Yeah. They have... Uh, Mexico, right? <laughs> yeah, they have Mexico. Mexico coffee is the Just famous... As, that's what I said. The famous Mexico coffee. Correct. Look, the thing that we uh, is uh, bugging me about this, besides the obvious, that it's so good. Right. You're um, jealous. <laughs> yeah, it's, I'm, I'm just jealous of it. Uh, so they say... It's practical and sustainable. Okay. Practical. It is shaped like a horn. It's shaped like a uh, horn, yeah. And if you know anything about horns, you know that horns have like a sharp edge to them. You didn't let me You didn't let me think about all my horn knowledge, but I guess I've sort of amassed it in one place. Yeah. I realize that they are tapered towards one end, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, so Now, if I'm thinking back on all the cups I've ever seen, <laughs> yeah. generally those are uh, flat. They're flat, and the great, the great thing about cups yeah. is you can set them down places, right? Right. Um, with this one, you have to have – okay, so this it has a sleeve that comes with it, and uh, you turn – you take the sleeve off the thing, I guess they're, they're by burning your hand, mm -hmm. and turn the sleeve upside down and set it on the table. Then you set the horn into it. Like going so. oppositely curved directions. Yeah. So you've basically got an S on your table of hot, hot coffee. Yeah. That you can't grab because there's no longer a sleeve on it. It fits. It fits. Looks like it fits snugly on the little holder thing, but still, you have a fucking holder that you have to set down before you said. You just took the the concept of cups and made it harder for some reason. Yeah, you know how cups are one part. One part. You just you drink out of it, set it down. Pretty simple cups. What if there were multiple steps involved in cups? <laughs> Don't forget to turn your thing upside down the right way uh, before you set your wobbly horn into it. 
Well, the good thing is, is you've got this great leather strap, so you can strap your uh, boiling hot coffee on your body at all times. Yeah. Skate down to the open office area where you work. Uh, pretty good. Um, and also, you look like a shithead. So that, I guess that's one thing about it. Um, according to the copy, it helps you get uh, all the coffee out of the bottom of the cup, which Come on, if you're a real, if you're a real coffee head, you know, that's where the best coffee is. <laughs> Come on. The, <laughs> the last drip. Mmm. Got to have me that last drip of coffee, uh, depending on how you make it. Either the, the part of the drink that is um, completely sugar and cream, or yeah. if you like it pure black, it's all the sediment that the filter didn't catch. Uh, could just be your spit, but no matter what, it's going to be room temp, and you're going to love it. That's the goat story promise. How many ounces does it say it is? Do you know? Uh, I bet they probably don't say ounces. They probably say some other kind of crazy measurement, like a, a dork, Dorka liters. Is that because they're from Slovenia? Well, I don't know what they do. Yikes. Uh, that was the... Uh... Das Horn 2. <laughs> the goat mug. <laughs> das Horn 3. Uh, well, what did this one pull up, Mike? Uh, oh, you're going to be so happy when I tell you about this. It failed, I'm sure. Zero uh, dollars. <laughs> yeah, it... Uh, okay, so 10,000 people backed it. They got $458,000 to make this. Cool. That's super dope. Um, really good. The Goat Story, Goat Story, bringing style to coffee drinking. Um, they also went ahead and capitalized on the popularity of the Goat Story uh, by issuing uh, Gina, the smart coffee instrument by Goat Story. So the uh, the names for these products getting uh, increasingly more esoteric as they go on. Uh, honey, don't forget to bring my Gina, which is, of course, a smart coffee instrument uh, by the makers of Goat Story. You can't just say coffee maker. And, of course, this is some, like, bizarre <laughs> scientific obelisk you use to pour coffee in. Um, I'm, I'm, it looks beautiful, but, boy, there's got to be an easier way than having a, you know, uh, a piping hot kettle poured into this uh, thin glass beaker. I think coffee is a whole religion for people. Yeah, it is. I think they, they love it. This is a first smart coffee instrument that turns coffee brewing into a special experience. You're always making coffee, and it's not special, you're saying. Yeah. I wish yeah. this was a special experience, but it sucks ass. <laughs> yeah, because uh, I think the main thing that people want out of the ritual they perform every day in order to feel normal because it's a drug they've addicted themselves to, it's making the thing a whole big production. You know? Yeah. I hate having to roll out of bed and push one button and then feel better. I would much rather... Uh, clang pots and pans around, get out these big fucking things, uh, turn a little uh, antique brass dial and hover a, over a fucking thing for a while. It's got a Bluetooth scale and an app. Great. Really cool stuff. Well, that one only made $501,000, so. <laughs> There's somebody out there who is using Goat Story products to both uh, pour, to, to pour, to brew their coffee, pour it, yeah. And then drink it. And that's like their fucking life. I love it. And they go to work. I did get a cold brew thing. I don't know the name of it. Uh, if it's the same one brew. I got, it's that Takeya one. Yeah. It's just like a big plastic it's mug. good. It was like, what was it, like eight bucks? Yeah. It was awesome. Great. Pour the coffee in. Yeah. Fill the water up. Put it in the fridge. Take it with you to work the next day. Bammo. 
Bingo bango. And plus, cold brew coffee is better. So cold brew coffee is good. Good and it's good for you. Got to get some of that caffeine in my bones. Um, well, that's depressing. A million dollars towards people who couldn't figure out what to name something other than goat. Uh, next up, we've got uh, boy. This is really great. Uh, this is called the Somnox. It's the world's first sleep robot to improve your sleep. Okay. Yeah. Now you're not a big sleeper. You don't sleep very well. Or very I, sleep, long. I sleep like a rock. Um, I sleep a lot for long periods. Um, I love sleeping. Your schedule is a little awkward, though. Yeah, I go to bed uh, late. Get up late. Right. Yeah, you're you're sort of the old. You're the Snorlax of YKS, huh? Kind of a piece of shit. Well, okay. We don't um, I was just calling you a cute little monster, but. Everybody wants to improve their sleep. I don't think anybody is satisfied with how they sleep. I can't imagine. In this workaday world, I don't think anybody is. I actually, uh, I have very few obligations that are timed, you know? I do have to take the kids to school, but yeah. that's it. Um, a lot of times uh, doing this podcast or doing the, st- uh, the video game stream, um, I can be up late at times, but I generally always get, oh, I don't know, at least six hours, seven hours, you know? That's uh, a good amount, isn't it? Yeah. Um, I guess I could be better, but you know, on weekends, if I happen to catch a couple of extra hours in the morning, I don't feel better. Like it still sucks. Yeah. It's just I get to wake up and not do anything, except instead of like having to get dressed and then get two little humans dressed too. Yeah. So uh, to me, it's not the timing; it's what I have to do right after I wake up. So I guess I don't really care either way what happens. My wife is a is not a great sleeper. Uh, she does not have a good time sleeping. Doesn't get enough sleep. Doesn't get enough good sleep. And yet I would still hesitate to recommend this product to her, even though that's exactly what it's aiming for. Uh, this is the Somnox. It's a it's a robot that's sort of shaped like a pillow. It looks sort of like a like a large bean. Yeah. Uh, sort of an embryonic shape on this thing. Uh, again, from the Netherlands, uh, which is not the same place as what we said earlier. But, I mean, honestly, it might as fucking well be. Uh, this one is... It, it is interesting to me because, as I said, I feel like this... This maybe maybe this could improve my my home life. Maybe my wife could really grab some extra Z's, and then you start trying to break down why you think that might be a possibility, other than blind hope. And I think it sort of evaporates pretty quickly. So the the gag on this one is, it's a pillow that uh, simulates breathing. Yeah. So um, I don't know about you, but nothing calms me more than uh, grabbing on an uh, inanimate object that suddenly comes to life. <laughs> I think that's why the Chucky movies were so heartwarming for so many people. Uh, you've got this cute little thing you hold on to, and before you know it, uh, it's alive and processing the world around it. And I think that's what we all want, and that's uh, that's the last thing you're going to think about before you drift off to dreamland. My little bean. A little bean that uh, breathes at you. I love it. Um, it also apparently has some kind of speaker in it, but I, I don't know that it really says exactly what it's supposed to come out of the speaker. The the thought is that if you hold onto this thing while it's breathing, it will help you regulate your breathing, and then yeah. and then you can calm down and go to sleep. Um, nothing. It doesn't say anything here about uh, keeping existential terror at bay. Uh, it doesn't say anything about um, all the chemicals you use throughout the day, including but not limited to coffee, uh, warping your brain to the point that it's difficult to turn off at night. Uh, it doesn't say anything about that stuff, but it does move up and down. Uh, like a creepy little doll. So that's kind of neat. 
Um, it claims to help you fall asleep faster, sleep longer, wake up naturally. Um, it says it uses sounds and movement to wake you up at the right moment every morning. So if you enjoy the feeling of uh, nearly crushing your child as you co-sleep, I think you're really going to love being awakened by the Somnox, which is a pillow that I, apparently kicks your head awake. So I, uh, all right, let's, let's take a look at this one. So well, it's I feel a, like that's what I've been doing, but yeah, it's now two, you take a crack at it. 216,000 right. of the 117,000 gold. So it's going to get made. Well, it's gonna get made. I think we should. I think we should purchase this when it comes out. You want to buy this and, and let my wife give it a try? Yeah. Let's see what she thinks about it. Okay. Let's uh. Let's see if it helps her sleep. Well, sure. As long as it's under forty dollars, I think we'll do it. Uh, let's see how much it is. Because <laughs> I didn't actually look. Yeah, it's actually five hundred dollars. All right. So maybe we don't get it instead, and then we. And but instead, we just make fun of it here right now, and then we move on to the next one. Uh, that's certainly a possibility, Mike. Um, do you think do you think that you would enjoy feeling uh, something in your bed breathe with you while you're holding it? Yeah, I already have that. Um, it's my old lady. <clears throat> now she's gonna listen to this and realize you called her an old lady. Yeah. So, I think I think you're gonna need one of these uh, just to to keep you warm at night. Yeah, in the freaking doghouse. I'm gonna need one of these out in the doghouse. And where? Hey, where's the dog gonna sleep in the pig house? Yeah. And where's the pig go? The pig's in your bed. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's in your bed. Um. So if you keep if you keep scrolling through this, there's nothing that says why it works other than the breathing part. So, so. it breathes. It's to stimulate like somebody's being somebody's there mm-hmm. so in case you're like a. I don't know. Is you're like a real freakazoid. Your husband is away. Oh, yeah. He's driving truck across the country. Um, it's a new gig for him. He doesn't really enjoy it. He kind of stands out. You're just um, uh, you're actually just bringing us into your fantasy now, aren't you? <laughs> that's what you would like to do. He uncovers some corruption that his boss is, is doing, <laughs> and he gets caught up in that. But uh, yeah. Mike is uh Mike has left the building mentally. <laughs> He's <laughs> thinking about doing his own like roadhouse style yeah, cleanup. I, I, I want to make that movie. Um, <laughs> so it plays sounds and stuff and wakes you up when it's time. Has an alarm. It says soothing. So it says soothing audio. It says hear the sounds of heartbeats, lullabies, guided meditation, or upload your own. It'll automatically adjust in volume and will eventually turn off to suit your needs. So. I mean, this is sort of like those little $20 pieces of shit you put inside your baby's crib to help them go to sleep. Yeah. Uh, something that goes, nah, 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 nah. I mean, if you think what's missing from your sleep is like a, a little uh, a one kilobyte song of fucking Rockabye Baby. Yeah. I can't believe you sleep. You have that many sleep problems. I don't think this is going to work for you. I'd love it to. Um the other thing about this is it's very strange to me is that the battery life is extremely poor. It's um it's not very good. So you would I mean how long would you expect the battery to last on this because you know think about it in a in a in a night you're going to want to get 6 to 7 hours of sleep, you know, if you're an adult. Yeah. Um at least. And uh you know so even one night would get you to god damn. I and mean, it's got to also be working when you wake up. Because it's going to kick your face until you wake up, right? Yeah, I would say bare minimum is a week. A week of battery life. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's very bare, interesting. Bare minimum. 
Um, that's interesting. So I will just say that they do have a 30 day uh, return policy. So you may want to think about that, um, before you get too far, um, into this. Uh, but, uh, the battery, uh, actually lasts, uh, two to three hours. What the fuck? So you just have to leave it plugged in the whole time. It says if you use it for 20 minutes a night, it'll last about a week. So you were right about a week, but that's only if you use it for 20 minutes a night. Yeah. Which. Does that require you turning it off? Yes. Yeah, so while you, you go to sleep, to, you would have to use it. Go to sleep, wake up, sleepy, turn it off, get sleepy, then go to sleep again without it. Yeah. Then I don't know how it wakes you up at that point. So uh, a lot of a lot of weird qualifications on this thing. Well, it has an alarm, so it probably just turns on. But does it? It won't turn off the deal. So yeah, I think we need to grab this and see what's all. All about. Well, the good thing is, is the built-in LCD makes it super easy to control. Oh wait, no, it's like a just a Rub pillow. Nap. Yeah, I'm sure. Actually, I'm sure it's an app, but it is just a pillow. You can't like punch buttons on it or anything. So, anyways, that was the Somnox for for six hundred bucks. Uh, six hundred bones. Yeah, it's crazy to me. You just bought regular pillows. You told me how, how much do they run you? I'm not going to talk about that on the air, JF. Okay, so that was the Somnox. What do you got, Mike? I got a real uh, humdinger for you. Yeah. Uh, this okay. Is, okay. Well, settle down, Jeff. All right. First off, this is called the the box lock. The box lock. The box lock is uh just what you would think it is from the name. Uh, a chastity belt. Yeah. Similar to that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, box lock home is the first smart padlock designed to protect your deliveries from porch pirates. And package thieves. Arr. You ever had something stolen off of your porch? No. No. I'm assuming it's not an, a, a massive problem. It's not. You just email the or fill out the form, and they say, "All right, we'll send you another one." Yeah, and they'll actually they'll say sorry to you. Yeah. Say <laughs> yeah. But um, hey, what if you're having some uh, your uh, grandmother's urn delivered? Right, and of course I'm using DHL so that they can throw it from their van while they're in the middle of the street. Just kick it with their foot. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you wouldn't trust something like that to just any old, uh, to be placed any old where? Uh, okay, you're at, waiting for me to say no. No, of course not. Yeah, that's where the box lock home comes in. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, what it is is a smart padlock that uh, you... you Enter your. Uh, I guess it interfaces with Amazon, and uh, yeah, I think it uses the API to determine if you've got a package uh, yeah, to be delivered that day. Yeah, it has to be that day. It has to be to you. It has to be uh, a real package en route. So it has like a little barcode scanner in the bottom of it. Yeah, and the the idea being that the mail carrier would scan the barcode. It would open. You put the package inside of it, and lock it again. Now, of course, you have to have a box to put this on. That's correct. Uh, and so if it's just a big Rubbermaid container you set on your porch, yeah, I would say maybe not massively safer than just putting a package on there. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess people don't see it, but then they see there's a padlock on it. They're like, well, there must be something good in there. I'll just yeah. take this. And hey, uh, I'll get the padlock. Yeah. <laughs> so. They just uh, pick up the box and take it with them. Yeah. Hey, free box. Yeah. That's cool. Um, so basically, at minimum, if you want this to work, you're you're drilling um, a big rubber box into your front porch. Yeah. 
Um, and then the the one advantage being that the mail carrier will be able to open this without uh, a key, right? So this is for people who don't live in like an apartment who they have keyed boxes and all that kind of stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so an analog to this would be like the TSA approved locking luggage that people can buy. Mm-hmm. And of course, you know what happens to those? Uh, they just get smashed open all the time <laughs> because the TSA yeah. doesn't want to fuck with your stupid locking luggage. Um, and I'm guessing in this situation, you're going to all of a sudden not get very many packages. Or they're just going to leave it laying beside the box. Yeah, it's going to go on top of the <laughs> box. So, can't, can't imagine making the mail carrier's life worse. Yeah. Now I, now I have to fuck around with this goddamn thing, and it's not scanning, and it's fucking raining out. How dare you, you fucking piece of shit. Yeah, that on your spending a hundred dollars for this item so that you don't have to get another item later on yeah, for free. You don't have to. You're not even. Who fucking cares? <laughs> oh man, there's no way to stop shit from getting stolen. Yeah, if it's on, if it's outside of your house, there's just no way. Just deal with it. Get a new thing. Fucking move on. Uh, don't torment the mail care. Imagine if the if there was an entire row of houses with these fucking things. Yeah, you're guys like, out here every day, all day. Yeah, man. What <clears> the <throat> fuck? Trying to get this shitty, this garbage thing to work with some garbage app. Of course, they got to scan it themselves too. Yeah. Then if, what if they lock it back up and they forgot to scan it? You know, just yeah. a huge pain in the ass. Yeah. Like you don't think the mail carrier hates Amazon enough now? <laughs> I feel so bad every time we get a package. My mail carrier is like, you gotta, you gotta be so pissed off if you're lugging these. I mean, if you're, UP- you if you're UPS, another... if you're FedEx, it's sort of what you signed up for, right? Yeah. But the male guy, who would just as soon be in his truck all day, leaning out the side, or or uh, actually, I don't know if the one I have now is like this. I used to have one that did not have the steering wheel on the other side of the vehicle. Yeah. So out here in, in rural areas, they don't always have like UPS, USPS trucks. They'll have yeah. their own trucks. Sometimes they'll modify them to have a wheel and pedals in different you know, on the other side so they can reach it uh, in the mailbox or whatever. But I had one guy that didn't do that and drove his car from the passenger seat. Yeah, I've seen that before. It's fucking insane. We removed from the road. Well, she goes to the freaking drive-thru. We can't get nothing. <laughs> <laughs> didn't think about that, did that you? That was my problem with it as well. <laughs> um, yeah, but uh, so you're making their lives way worse. Uh, that's no good. But But the USPS comes by my house, I think, like three times a day now. Yeah. Because you've got the morning guy, you got the other guy, you got the Amazon guy who comes separately now, then you got the other guy, you got two more guys. It's just weird how many guys are coming by your house all day. Um, yeah. I guess that's my fault for ordering stuff. But come on, I don't want to leave the house. Yeah. Yeah, come on. What am I going to do? Go outside? <laughs> I went to a, a retail space the other day. Felt uh, very weird. Being in there with all the products? Yeah. Looking up stuff on your phone while you're in there? Yeah. It's very weird to go like retail is going to go uh, away retail is going to go away that's my prediction and bitcoin is going to skyrocket <laughs> my secondary prediction you heard it, your first mad money with mike hale it does suck to get your stuff stolen i've never had my stuff stolen um uh, knock on wood but they make uh alternatives to this they got the amazon lockers right they got uh what else they got um, just normal like being home when you have a thing delivered i think they got that <laughs> yeah get it to delivered to your work yeah um not really a big deal we shipped out a lot of yks shirts to people's work yeah um and i would know that because when i'd go to print out the postage it would be like uh it works at the government I'm like oh okay well i'll send him i'll send this to the government so 
The freaking government's listening to this, dude. Yeah, dude. The freaking government's listening. I, I bet Donald John Trump has got his cans oh, on right now. He's I hope around. he's listening. Sir, if I can take a second of your time. Okay. Here he goes. You need to freaking resign because you're right. messing everything up. Name one Name up. one thing he's messing up. Name one thing he's messing up as the president of the United States. Can you even think of one thing? Um, the color orange. Okay. That's ruined for me. Right. Well, you got lucky. <clears throat> you got lucky with that one. That's uh, the box lock. That's the box lock, JF. Uh, 50000 of the $20,000 goal, so this bad boy is on its way. Great. People love protecting their packages. Yeah. Like, if Amazon came out with this, right? If they were like, we're going to give you a box. Yeah. You're a high-volume customer. Fine. We're going to give you this box and our people. Right. Because um, they have the contractors, which is fucked up anyway. It's yeah. A, that's a whole other thing. I did that a couple times. <clears throat> it sucked. Um, on our contractors, well, um, that's fine. Yeah, it's like all it's all in it's all in one system. But, yeah. But coming out with a fucking thing and then making other people abide by your shit sucks. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, I'm gonna get one. So we've got the the next one I got here for you. It's called the Pav lamp. It's the future of smart lighting. I know you're trying to smarten your house up a little bit because your house is stupid. Yeah. It doesn't do anything that you want it to do. It sucks. It just fucking sits there basically. Yeah. Is that accurate? Your house just fucking sits there? Yeah, not a lot of action over there. It doesn't go anywhere. It just kind of hangs around. Kind of a lump. Uh, so this is the POV lamp. It's a future of smart lighting. Uh, old smart lighting is being left in the dust by this bad boy. Um, this one <laughs> has gotten 39000 up to 120000 so far. Um, if I wrote this down right, it's 44 backers have contributed $39,000. That seems like the wrong number of backers. Get back to you on that. Uh, 13 days to go on this, so I'm a little bit skeptical. No, yep. 44 backers have pledged almost $40,000. So on a on an average, uh, uh, on a backer basis, that's uh, about $1,000 a backer. So very strange. Um, but that's actually because this is an incredibly uh, expensive product. Yeah. So unlike the Philips Hue lights, which if you've done any kind of smart lighting in your house, you know, uh, you used to have to have a bridge like a little hub that plugs into your router and sends information to your lights. Let you turn them on and off from wherever you are. Uh, let you set up uh, little cues, like I walk in, turn the light on. You can change them different colors, all that kind of stuff. I think now you don't have to have the bridge anymore. Um, and those light bulbs are definitely more expensive than a traditional light bulb, but it's not like exponentially more expensive. Um, just, you know, like instead of uh, instead of like $2, it's like $8 or something. Yeah. So I don't know. If that's something that's important to you, you can do that. What this one does, though, is something a little bit different. Um, instead of uh, being a light that you can just um, you can just hang up and it makes a light come out of it, um, what this one does is it takes that uh, light that comes out of it and also makes a light go around it for some reason. And also the light that goes around it is a weird color that you would never have in your house. Um, and it makes it look like a little optical lampshade that kind of circulates around the thing. Okay. Okay, so... So I know this is a tough one to bite off here. Yeah, it's a lot to, a lot to swallow. Here. Have you seen the little uh, cheap... As it says in this video, which I would just confer with this guy and make sure that he knows it's not a great idea to say my product is a lot like those little cheap LED toys you get at the fucking uh, dirty mall. Um, <laughs> but it's like that, you know, where you have the alarm clock or the MP3 player or whatever that has these little tiny optical strips that move around really quickly... Yeah, and you can program it to say whatever you want. Or whatever. Like, hello world or whatever. Yeah. yeah. So it's like that, except for it's just light. Um, 
and it goes around the can light or the um, the spinning light shade or spinning lampshade, right? Right. But the lampshade is the color. It's made of color only. Yeah. So it's got these two little bars, almost like helicopter uh, turrets, you know, it's like spinning around and around and around. Mm-hmm. Creates this little uh, lampshade effect. So, you know, if you're ever in your living room and you think, okay, I sure would like about, you know, 45 watts of LED above me right now so that I could eat my dinner. Normal. Plenty of people do that. <laughs> uh, but then if you decide, well, in addition to that, it also like, like a, a bright pink pulsating light uh, to hum right above my head at all times like I'm at an EDM show. Yeah. Uh, you could definitely have that as well. And it's only going to cost you uh, like $1,000 to have one of these lights. So so obviously this is bad for uh, – I mean it's not good, not bad. I don't know. But uh, I don't think it's good. So you love it. I could see these uh, inside of a shitty, like, ultra-hip bar where, like, finance guys go and hang out. Yeah, this kind of looks like the type of thing that would be in a bar after John Taffer uh, redid it. Yeah. This looks like a hookah bar. Naughty. Yeah. Just gross-looking. Uh, something where people walked in and go, uh, ooh, that's cool. Can I touch that? And he's like, actually, it's very expensive. Please don't. <laughs> it will cut you, so don't. Yeah, don't touch don't it. Touch those it. are little. Those rods are moving very quickly. Um, and that $1,000 price, is, is that's the limited edition Kickstarter price. After that, it's going to be, this guy thinks it's going to be a $2,000 light. Yeah. So that's really amazing to me. You look at the pictures, it looks like shit. <laughs> I mean, not the pictures themselves are nice pictures, but. I mean, imagine being your, your whole uh, room basking in the red glow of a of a lamp. Yeah. In the past, you'd have to go get a freaking red light bulb, you know, for just a couple of cents. But now you can get this big piece of shit. It's a uh, surprisingly uh, complex for what it, I thought it was. Okay, so now you're into it. I think I like it. Damn it, dude! It looks bad. J.K. Bro, I don't like it. Oh. I gotcha. Kind of seems like you do like it. Um, not really. <laughs> not totally clear what you're uh, trying to accomplish. What here. happens when I touch the light guides? At safe rotational speed, nothing happens. We have already extensively tested this. Okay. I'm going to overclock my lamp. <laughs> so just don't o- overclock it. Of course, it can be controlled by a smartphone. Uh, of course, it can be... Uh, it's one of those classic computer guy things where it's 16 million colors, except for it's like... Well, there's only like five colors, so... yeah. What are all the colors? We got red, green. Uh, are you asking me how many colors we have? Yeah. On Earth? Yeah. Just in the visible spectrum. You say red? I did say red. I don't know. Yeah. So not that many. Uh, not that interesting. Uh, these light guides. Um, you know, the thing about this is that I think is maybe underrated is how stupid it's going to look when it's not on. <laughs> yeah, that's... Right? Yeah, that's true. It's just gonna it's gonna look like a, a drone got stuck on your ceiling. People love apps, man. They love apps. They love uh stuff you can control with your phone. Mm-hmm. We're in this age where we can do all kinds of stuff um with our phones, but it's all useless. So You know, the one thing you can't do with your phone is uh connect with a loved one. Yeah. Not anymore. Nope, they took it away from us. But it's all been worth it, I think, uh, pretty obviously, because we got this cool spinning lamp technology. So, anyways, that's the Pav lamp. Um, I don't think this one's going to get made, which is uh, actually a, a bit of a relief to me. Um, I'm very happy not to think about lots of people owning these. 
uh, the little video it shows here. I don't know if this is what I don't know if this is something you can actually do, but it it looks like they photoshopped Kirby's face onto a pink version of the lamp. Well, theoretically, right? You can just program whatever you want to be displayed there. I don't know, but they only show it as solid colors, except mm. for in that one mock-up. So, uh, yeah. Well, now would that change your mind? And if instead of like the color <laughs> uh, light green, it could, yeah, it could say like "What's up, bitch," like or it. like have a picture of somebody's ass hot on or something. I'm getting closer with the ass lamp. That yeah. one's closer for me, but I'm still not there. Now that I would pay $2,000 for. $2,000. So, I don't know. What do you got? Uh, I got something good for you. I don't, yeah, I don't have a riff on that. Just uh, thank you. I'm glad that you found it. And please tell me about it. Yeah. I got something called uh, Steampunk Holmes. Steampunk Holmes. You love Steampunk. You love Sherlock Holmes, the master detective. Sherlock um, Holmes. Yeah. Well, what's, what are some of his other nicknames? Uh, the Hound of Baskerville. <laughs> it's one of them. The Genius of England. Yeah. Oh, Sherlock Holmes, uh, every other uh, detective and everything, it's like, I'm out of ideas. And this mm-hmm. guy's like, I got an idea. Right. And it's called, I'm going to solve it. The other detectives are like taking off their boots and trying to shake out like any ideas or clues they might have. Yeah. In the, and, but it's empty. They don't have anything. They pull out their pockets and like, moth. <laughs> and Sherlock Holmes sees the moth and goes, aha! Yeah, so. it was that guy. <laughs> uh, Sherlock Holmes versus Captain Nemo in an enhanced interactive iPad adventure book. Set. You thought that was, that was enough. Uh, there's more. Holy Set shit. in a steampunk universe. Right. Pretty cool. I'll say this about steampunk. I liked Wild Wild West. I think we've yeah. talked about that before. I like Will Smith. I think he's an engaging, leading man. I think Wild Wild West is a fun... That's a fun popcorn flick. I think steampunk suffers from uh, the problem of uh, it's bad. But, I mean, just it's not a fun genre. But it would be it would be totally harmless if it weren't beloved by the worst creatures on Earth. Yeah. Kind of like Bitcoin. Well, we're not going to get into into that. But um some people can be nice and still have Bitcoin. Uh Steampunk Holmes. Steampunk so this is an enhanced iPad this is like a comic book for your tablet. Yeah. Looking at this, it looks like it is a couple of years old. So if that sounds like an outmoded notion. Not the fact that uh Sherlock Holmes, the famous Victorian fictional detective, would be suddenly uh picked up and implanted into a uh a bizarre mishmash cultural world of advanced technology and uh, antiquated uh, materials. Uh, just the fact that you would look at a book on your iPad and be like, this is cool. Look at all the cool things I can do. I can flip a page by just squirting my finger right across here. Um, it is because it's a couple of years old. So not a brand new thing. But You read books on your iPad? Oh, no. God, no. You I, don't? I can't imagine a worse place to read books. You read books? No. Okay. Well, could have just, just said that. Um... Sometimes I'll read a book on my phone and it sucks. On your phone? Yeah. My phone's kind of like a little small iPad. Yeah. That's cool. Kind of neat to think about it like that. <laughs> that's cool. It's like the, the iPad. The iPhone is the iPad sun because of how big it is. But I think the iMac is the, it's like the dad of them. Is he the granddaddy of them yeah, all? Yeah, he's the granddad. Uh, MacBook is the, <laughs> I can't believe we're talking about this. No, this is right. This is right to do. So look, the iMac. Well, what, who's the what's the iPad Mini? 
Yeah. Is that the, the mom? Baby. iPad mini. iPad mini should be the mom because the iPad mini and the iPad. Oh yeah, that's right. They got together. They had the iPhone. Yeah. They had the iPhone and the iPhone Plus. Yeah. iPhone Plus is always picking on the iPhone. Yep. The regular iPhone's like, stop it. It's kind of weird because the actually the older phones will be the younger kids in this metaphor. So like the iPhone 3G is actually the baby because it's the smallest, even though it is technically, chronologically speaking, the oldest of the phone uh, family. Because we're throwing out uh, actually the original iPhone and the iPhone uh, 2G. Uh, wait. Yeah, the okay. first iPhone died. I hear. What if we... We should make an ad for Apple that's just a Feels like we just scene. did. Oh, yeah. Okay. But the little baby is the Apple Watch. Oh. Little baby Jesus. I feel like people would love that. Uh, yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, there was, uh, there's no room at the inn, but there was a big line outside. What? <laughs> you know, there's no room at the inn, sort of being the Christmas. Yeah. So they had to go out to the stables. There's no room at the inn, but there's... Uh, unlimited space on iCloud if you buy a plan on on that. Well, uh, actually, that makes because Jesus is from the clouds as well. Yeah, so that kind of works on two levels. What are we doing with this show now? We're talking. This is the Apple show now. Okay, we're talking about uh, steampunk homes. Uh, so the recent uh, the recent ish Guy Ritchie movies, the Sherlock Holmes movies with uh, Johnny Depp. Uh, no. Not Johnny Depp. Thinking of Mr. Bean. I'm, well, first of all, I'm always thinking of Mr. <laughs> Bean. Uh, the Iron Man guy. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Jesus Christ. What the fuck? Robert Downey Jr. Robert Downey Jr. Uh, Robert Downey Jr. and then the other fucking guy, too. Those are pretty good. I think those are fun movies. Robert Downey Jr. and the other fucking guy, too. Two great actors. <laughs> some, of the, some of the best in the business <laughs> right now. Well, there's the lady in there, too. Robert Downey Jr., the other fucking guy, and the lady in there, too. Mm, Oscar winners. <laughs> <laughs> Rachel McAdams, sorry. Um, I still don't remember the other guy's name. But uh, those are good flicks. They're kind of, they're a little steampunky. Uh, maybe not, maybe not to the extent that this is, uh, for, for instance, there's no battle with, uh, who'd you fucking say? Who, who's he doing battle with in this version of it? Oh, um... So Nemo, Captain Nemo. Captain Nemo, yeah. Well, I guess they finally found him, huh? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. The pledge dollars beyond our original goal will be used to develop the second book in the series. Ah, Steampunk Holmes: Colon Frankenstein. That rocks. Just gonna keep mashing these up. Just keep doing it. Just keep slamming these things together and hoping something hits. I don't know, man. I'm all for. Uh... Uh, expressing yourself through art and whatnot, you know. Are you? Yeah. Okay. I have an appreciation for the art, uh, whether it's good or bad art. And you think this is? I think this is. It's a good. Well, I'm just gonna side with them. Okay, you're, you're <laughs> taking the piss out of me here. Uh, steampunk steampunkhomes.com is the website. Uh, tosses out a 404 error. Um, of course, you could always check out uh, Steam Holmes on Twitter. Uh, the last tweet is from May 10th. It's a uh, looks like a, oh okay, so they're just retweeting because they want you to bring back some show on Sci-Fi. Uh, let's see. Actually, they uh, 
Yeah, they retweeted that twice. Then before that, they were only in action in 2015, at which point they were pimping another Kickstarter. Uh, okay, so the, the most recent Sherlock interactive adventure uh, tweet is from March of 2014. So I wonder whether the Frankenstein thing got made. You can buy. Oh, look at this! You can buy this on. You can buy this on the App Store. You want to buy this and check it out? Two ninety nine, and we can be flipping through the adventures of Sherlock Holmes, steampunk, uh, steampunk Holmes. Yeah, I'll buy it tonight. You're gonna buy it tonight? I'll buy it tonight, and I'll tell you all about it next time. Here's a review. Beautiful, but not an adventure game. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's a book, right? It's a book. Yeah, uh, it's an adventure book. This guy thinks every book is a game. Idiot. What a moron. Now I'm on their side, too. Hey, I'm at the Library of Alexandria. I'm looking around. Where's the PlayStation section? Yeah. Right? Uh, Yeah. I'm at the Library of Congress. Yeah. Where's the freaking like Xbox? I guess it's sort of the same, <laughs> sort of the same joke. Uh, Steampunk Holmes, you can go get it. I think we should get it. I'll go get it tonight. Okay. I'm going to hold no, you to it. I'll report back. $42,000 it raised. Enough for uh, to build wells all across Africa. Yeah, but, but this they got it instead. I so. don't think Africa has a app. So. That's, yeah. So what do you got, JF, for the last uh, fella here? Last, okay, fella. Yeah. Interesting you went with a male. That's um, <laughs> very interesting. I would, I prefer to think. Never of gets old. <laughs> Never gets old. Um, I prefer to think of all these Kickstarters as women of color. Um, yeah. And uh, the fact that we're criticizing them is something I hadn't thought about uh, when I started uh, the sentence at the very beginning. So the next <laughs> thing I got here is it's called the Vinci 2.0. It's the world's first standalone smart wireless headphones. Maybe you've seen this in the news. Have you seen this? Have you heard about this? Were you aware that they were now making headphones that did not require a phone to go along for the ride? Now hold the fuck on. Nope. Well. You're going to sit there and tell me. Yeah. We've been friends for how long? Uh, well. And you're just going to... A long time, Mike. Look me in the eye. Yeah. And tell me. Mm-hmm. With that look on your face. This, yeah, this very one. <laughs> do, do you even know the, what it is I'm telling you? No, I forgot. I forgot what That I you don't have to have a phone with your headphones. With your headphones. Yeah, that's what I'm telling you, Mike. I'm telling you right now, you know, like, leave that phone... In the garbage can. Yeah. Uh, take your phone out of your pocket, place it in the garbage. Crack it in half. Crack that phone in half. Uh, all you need now is the Vinci 2.0, the world's first standalone uh, smart wireless headphones. Fantastic. Can you believe they fit all those smarts in a collar barely five times as big as a, no- a normal dog collar? It's incredible. Yeah. I'd, I'd much rather just wear the dog collar. <laughs> well... Listen, uh, Mike, what you do in your bedroom is none of my business. This is a product that needs not to exist at all. Um, I will say I use Bluetooth headphones every day. Um, I do not normally find that I am uh, limited by my phone. Yeah. Is that a problem for you when you use headphones? That you feel like uh, it would be really more convenient if I could leave my phone across the room? Yeah. Um, I think these may be for fitness-minded folks, though. I think they definitely are. Uh, they're they're definitely aimed at fitness people, people who love to get fit, who love to get trim, uh, ripped, stripped, and flipped. Um, and they do all of the great exercises in the gym that we love. 
But my thing about that is these things are fucking enormous. Yeah, they're kind of big. Um, That's because they got to fit all them brains in there. So the what smarts. is it? It's a, it's a music player without... Uh, they don't have to tether it to your phone? Right. It has Wi-Fi. It has 3G. You can make calls on it. Um, I'm assuming all of this requires a SIM card because that's how uh, mobile networks work. Yeah. So in that sense, you are going to need to, what, pop out your SIM card, get another line on your I mean, so at this point, why are, what are you saving yourself? Yeah. Uh, it doesn't, there's no way to magically connect to a network, folks. You have to have the proper Bluetooth technology. Or... Yeah, but you can't Bluetooth to a network. No, I'm saying you would have to you would have to Bluetooth right. tether to the phone and right. That's how you. But this is meant to be a standalone product that can actually take calls, and you see in the video here somebody's answering uh, the phone call that they're getting from their sister, and they're answering it by uh, tapping in the air. There's motion <laughs> sensing on this as well. You're able to just tap in the air, and it will pick up your tapping, and it will let you know uh, that you can talk on the phone now. Um, it looks like, uh, something we were talking about Frankenstein earlier. This looks like something Frankenstein would wear. <laughs> it's so freaking big. Yeah. It's so freaking big. It's uh, so it's using what the uh, Siri API or something to, no, it worked with Amazon Alexa. Okay. So the Alexa API. Yeah. Um, Google assistant later, it says they'll support. So you kind of, you trigger it just like any other bullshit. You say, hi, Vinci. Uh, which sounds like shit. Uh, makes you look like an idiot. Uh, it's also got these great uh, LED screens on the outside of it, so that people around you can see uh, like stuff on your neck at all times. Which I think is maybe one of the main things you want is for people watching you exercise to just be staring at your neck, transfixed by the screens that you've attached to your body for no apparent reason. Uh, it says they're only eighty-six grams. I don't know how much that is in real weights, <laughs> but it's very, very large. Yeah, it looks a, like a frisbee. A or a large product. It's a large project. Somebody <laughs> get this. So they're man. starting from eighty nine dollars, which is not a lot. I thought it would be more. It's not a lot, and actually, I feel less confident because of how not a lot it is. Yeah, for real. It, this is this should be uh, one of those things that they bump up to like under two hundred bucks. Or yeah, something. make it two hundred bucks. It says retail is going to be that, but I think we all know it's never going to be that. People are never going to buy, well, look, I I don't want to make myself look stupid because this thing is backed and it's backed uh, many times over, but I don't think if people saw these on the normal racks that they're going to buy these things at full retail price. Nevertheless, they've put together a campaign of $481,000 out of a $20,000 goal uh, with 35 days to go. So this thing's probably going to hit a million bucks for these fucking things. They look ugly as sin. Can you think of any reason you'd want an LED on the outside of your headphones? Yeah, I don't. Uh, I don't know. That's. Uh, it, they don't look good to me. Did you see? Did you see the first version of the Vinci's though? Yeah, I did, and I saw that they uh, had a bunch of problems with it. Uh, backers complaining about missed uh, shipping dates and stuff. Yeah, and also I read some reviews. They didn't work very well, which, uh, I don't know, maybe not a tremendous surprise. That feels like the one thing you'd want to get right. What, the project being good? Yeah. yeah. The thing working, I think, would be the main thing. That is sort of the number one thing. But, who knows? Yeah, I think you're right. Um, of course, you got a one-year limited warranty, which, boy, that just makes you feel good. Yeah. 
you know, a, a product by a no-name company uh, crapping out after uh, a year. I mean, come on. There's no, there's no way, right? <laughs> there's no way. Uh, of course, if you want to listen to Apple Music, you're going to have to pair to your phone because there's no open yeah. Apple APIs. You can't. Which doesn't really solve the original problem of <clears throat> having headphones that you don't need a phone for. Well, uh, the good thing is, is that you don't have to be connected all the time as long as you're okay with listening to stuff from SoundCloud. So you can cache your music from uh, SoundCloud if you want. Okay. That great service we all use to listen to music on the go. I, w- I want to get into SoundCloud more because uh, I started to look up stuff on there and I like it. But I don't, I'm too stupid to use it, I think. But we get it for cheap because we host with them. Yeah. Plus for like three bucks a month, you can go on there and listen to all the, the future Chance the Rappers of the world. Famously got his start as a yeah. rapper. So it says here, what is the purpose of the Vinci 2.0 touchscreen? Well, it says uh, it serves three main purposes. You can check your device status. Uh, again, just to underline the fact that this is on your neck facing outwards. So sort of, uh, I would say the, the place you look least at on your entire body is your, your, uh, the, your neck, which you can't see with your own eyeballs as long as they're attached to your head. Yeah. I would say most people have probably seen their own asshole more than they've seen... Oh, yeah. The side of the... Definitely. A little bit too enthusiastic. Oh, yeah. (laughs) You can change the device settings. And it also says, sometimes during your day, uh, touchscreen voice control will not be so convenient with Vinci. So having a touchscreen interface in addition to the voice control interface allows you more flexibility and interactivity. So uh, that means that your headphones are so complicated to use, they had to give them a screen. Always a good sign. I can't wait to try out this uh, extremely stupid uh, product. Maybe this will be something we can. I feel like nab and so play I feel, with. I feel like uh, I feel like uh, myself lately. I've been um, okay. Kind of had this attitude of uh, shitting on all of these new companies with all these new things, right? But like, I don't want to. I don't want it to seem like we're like stifling creation or creativity or whatever, right? Okay. Because um, I feel like it's. Uh, I don't know. They're, they're it's good to it's good to that people are inventing things. Okay, I agree with that. <laughs> Invention is good. Yeah, I would not say that this four uh, thousandth permutation of Bluetooth headphones is necessarily an invention in yeah. line with the phonograph. But yeah, but uh, I think they I think they serve a purpose um, in the big picture of things. Right? Okay, well, tell me what that is. Um, to keep the money going somewhere. <laughs> I don't fucking know. Yeah. I don't know, man. I mean, realistically, if this is for exercise people, exercise people are looking for Bluetooth headphones. And again, I'm not one of these people, but this is just an assumption. Looking for headphones that are as small and light and unobtrusive as possible. Yeah. So that means they're not thrown on the AirPods necessarily because those might fall out of their ears, right? Yeah. Um, But they are going to do this neck-based headphone. A lot of people like the neck-based headphones, I've noticed. I can remember them starting out as the hard plastic that yeah. would go around, and now they're almost universally like just wires, basically. Yeah. Um, I like them. I those are the ones that I use. I would definitely hop to the truly wireless ones whenever they get inexpensive enough to justify, or these fucking ones break, which of course they will because everything breaks now. But, um, but I don't need one that's massive. Um, yeah. I don't need one that looks like I'm in Total Recall or something. Um, and I don't, I don't understand the appeal of not having to have your phone on you. Um, especially when that comes with the additional cost of having it on the network. Yeah. Right. Unless having you, another SIM card. Yeah. Unless you want them to be 
the exact same as all other headphones except for bigger, um, then you then you would want to take advantage of that. Yeah. And also, I'm not even so sure how well it's going to work when it is connected to your phone because, I, I mean, that is you can also do that. Um. So when you want to do a voice control thing on there, are you going to have to choose between Vinci and Siri? Are you going to have to choose between Google Assistant and Alexa on the same fucking setup? It's not. What I don't a shitty think it, world we live in. It's not. I don't think it's worth it as a, like a consumer to. No, of course not. Bluetooth headphones are sixteen dollars now. Company and everything. Yeah. Well, it sounds like you love it, but anyways, that's <laughs> that's the six pack. Um, let's let's take a break and then we'll come back with a great bit that you're really gonna love. That's where you come in. That's where you come in. It's the mailbag segment where you... Now, here's what this is. <laughs> Are you ready for this explanation of what this is? I'm ready. I'm confused. I've never heard of it before. So a lot of times what people will do is they will type up a mail in their electronic mail program. Uh-huh. Uh, then it will go through the computer. On the other end of the computer is yours truly. What I will then do is I will hand the printout of the email to you. You will record it. In your natural speaking voice, mm-hmm. upload it to Google Translate. It'll spit out uh, a virtual image of, of what the email is, and we will rotate it in our mind. And then we will come up with an answer to it, and we'll read it right here on the air. And you can make all that process uh, kick off by writing into your Kickstarter sucks at gmail.com. Well, that was a mouthful. Huh? Uh, yeah. Hey, Tom writes, uh, Mike and Jesse, hello. I would like you to rank the following. Brooklyn, a movie, 2015. Brooklyn 99, the TV show, 2013 to present. Brooklyn's <laughs> Finest, a movie from 2009. Okay. Uh, Baked in Brooklyn, a movie from 2016. Okay, this is a tough one. I love ranking questions. Yeah. Um, here's my thoughts on uh, the following. Uh, Brooklyn from 2015, I have not seen. Uh, Brooklyn 99, uh, the TV show with Andy Samberg, Terry Crews, uh, I have not seen. Uh, Brooklyn's Finest, a movie from 2009, I have not seen. Uh, Finally Baked in Brooklyn, uh, 2016, I have not uh, caught that one either. So I'm going to yeah. say that he pretty much ordered these correctly. Yeah. The way, so, he wrote it, the way he wrote in, I think, is right. So there you have it, Tom. Uh, I hope that answered your question. At the bottom of the heap, I put I put the city itself. Just a trash pile. Uh, also, actually, right below it, I put the name Brooklyn. The only the only good thing to ever come out of Brooklyn, I'll be honest with you, mm-hmm. is that television show by Lena Dunham uh, about a couple broads will oh. live there. <laughs> Magnifique. Goyles! Gals. <laughs> Gals. Uh, yeah, if you ask me, the show Girls is a lot like Golden Girls, <laughs> except for they took the gold out of the name. Yeah. Uh, gold being the thing that made the original show so valuable. So basically, in a roundabout way, is what I'm saying is, is I did not care for the program. They took the gold out and gave it to whoever is in charge of the network. Uh, yeah. What? What do you think? Oh, okay. Yeah, I got it. <laughs> I'm just saying, like studio heads. Yeah, stuff. fat yeah. cats. Hey, uh, Boomer writes. Hey, Mike and Jesse, this is your fan Addison. Okay, first of all, I'm fucking confused. Yeah. 
Boomer writes. This is Addison. Boomer writes. Mike and Jesse. Who's he talking about there? Well, first of all, hey, first of all. Uh, recently, I left a voicemail in regards to something I read about uh, online yesterday, but I thought it would be a good idea to also send an email about it. I just wanted to make both of you aware that this new comedy of this new comedy currency known as bitcoins. I'm afraid that both of you will go into debt by using too many of these since you guys do so many damn bits on the show. <laughs> uh, please look into this. I'm worried about the future of the show. Thank you for your time. P.S. What is your favorite paper towel company of choice? Well, I'm not getting paid on here to say what my favorite paper towel company of choice is. Yeah. So I'll just say I use the straight up generic stuff at the store. Um, so I'm a Viva man. The whole house that we're a Viva house. You're a Viva family. Viva makes a damn fine towel. Damn fine towel for sopping up uh, stuff your pig was eating and getting it off of his face. Hey, Quick, you know, it's just a, an astounding endorsement from me. You know what I got to say about this, Mike? When it comes to paper towels, I don't care who done made it. I want to be able to select a size. Yeah. Here's the... And what I mean... It, how good is it going to clean the shit up? Is another question, right? That's another one, yeah. Also, how, good how much is it money gonna, it costs. How is it good is it going to clean the shit up? Yeah. Not the actual shit. Well, you I should mean, be using a different kind of product for that. What do you use to clean up shit? Oh, boy. You just sock mop it? <laughs> <laughs> Sliding around your wood floors with socks full of shit? This guy thinks bitcoins are comedy currency because of the... Yeah. I feel like we already went over the bitcoins. But. We actually did, so... Uh, he kind of fucked up by sending this email on the same show where we yeah. would have already explained. Way to go, genius. Hey, uh, maybe figure out your name first and then figure out bitcoins. Old six names over there. Then buy a clue. Um, Don't tell people to buy clues, JF. Go uh, ahead I'd and... like to buy a value <laughs> vowel. <laughs> Can you go, uh, go ahead and just read the, the next one? Let me take a drink of water. I'll read it. Patrick writes, uh, Jesse and Mike. I had a string of awful jobs from the age of 17 to my late 20s. Big deal. I have lots of string. So what are you talking about? Uh, one of the worst ones was a mail carrier. We were just talking about mail what carriers. What the fuck? Did what you? What the H? Did you, did no, this, this, is, this is by coincidence. That's very strange. Divine hand arranged all of this. And we talked about Jesus Christ we earlier. We talked about Jesus. What's going on? Uh, so, Sorry. I once told my supervisor that I shit myself in order to get out of doing a really bad mail route I had been assigned that day. I still cringe mm. thinking about how bad the job was that I'd embarrass myself like that to not have to do it for a day. Have my two favorite hosts ever gone through stuff like that? doesn't say who, who the two favorite hosts are. so we. I guess it's left up to us to answer. answer. Yeah. Mean, we'll pass it along. Yeah. Um. Uh, you know what? Uh, for as few jobs as I've had, I've always taken them very seriously and worked very hard, which I think is a good reason why I do not have a job anymore. Uh, just something to think about for everybody <laughs> out there uh, really wanting to put their maximum effort in uh, to a job. Um, uh, don't bother, would be my advice. Yeah. Because uh, it ultimately doesn't matter. Um, most of those jobs were menial shit jobs uh, where I just was paid to stand around and look at stuff or whatever. But, you know, like working at uh, working retail working um like uh like watching you know kids and stuff like that college jobs and all that kind of stuff i always uh i would always take it too seriously in fact and actually get mad at the other coworkers who did not take it seriously because it made me do more work are you hoping to send this part of the podcast to potential employers yeah 
That's what it sounds. Uh, my one my one problem with these jobs is I care too much. I care too much. Um, that is true, though. So no, I did never shit myself or fake shitting myself. Yeah, I just showed up and uh, just uh, tried to work towards that American dream. Um, I, I worked at the restaurant Bob Evans when I was a kid. Did you really? Yeah, when I was a kid there. Um, I worked there, and one time I was actually sick, and I I called off or something. I went in the next day and I was talking to my uh, boss who was like, yeah, I bet you were sick, huh? And I was like, yeah, I was sick. Sorry about that. He's like, bet you had the brown bottle flu. And I was like, what are you talking about? Oh. I was like 18 or something like that. Right. I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) But he was like convinced that I called off to drink. I was like. First of all, brown bottle flu. I was born in like 1983, so I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what you're that's talking like an about. old. That was like an old fucking <laughs> rail car hobo would say that. What are you doing? <laughs> um, but I, I had a. I worked at Pizza Hut. Damn, also, you when did I was it a all. kid, you had all the big ones. I quit to go play PlayStation with my friend Andrew. Well, well, because I didn't want to work that day. I just walked out. Understandable. I was a substitute teacher for a while. That's kind of a little bit different because if you see that the school is calling you and you don't want to go, uh, you just uh, go back to sleep. So I guess that's one of the positives of being a substitute teacher. Yeah. But other than that, I um, I guess I'm just a hard worker. Um, I have a I work well with others. <laughs> still, <laughs> still interviewing. I hope it works. Um, I've I've had I think that you have to have shitty jobs. You have to have shitty jobs, and it sucks ass. Yeah. Um, but that's the way it is. If you've never nobody's, had a shitty job, you're probably a shitty person. Nobody's, uh, yeah, uh, y- until somebody gives you a break, you have to work shitty jobs. That's the way it is. And to to not know what it's like to be in the shitty job, you can't, you can't become a full-fledged human being ever. Yeah. You just expect that all these people are doing what they're supposed to be doing. Uh, but once you've been on the other side of the fucking thing and somebody comes in as like, you know, treating you like a big piece of shit. Yeah. That that turns you into a person. So I would say if you go into retail, uh, you go into a store and you want to buy something, make sure you treat the person behind the counter like a piece of shit because actually it'll uh, help mold their (laughs) characters. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, when the old army dads would uh, beat their kids, it's uh, teaching them a lesson, just making them stronger, you know? Exactly right, Mike. Uh, The official stance of YKS, beat your kids. Yeah, maybe no. I don't know. Um, that's that. What else we got here? Let's see. Um, here we go. Uh, Nathan writes in, hey, Mike and the other one. Are you fucking, you don't mess with these? I don't, you think I edited it? People just write this shit in to they me. They write just that. shit on me. <laughs> they kill me and threaten they, me. They shit on me too. Uh, so let's be nicer in the emails. Um, <laughs> first time listener, long time emailer. I have two questions for the boys. What's the best, wackiest place you guys have ever pissed, shit, vomited, jerked off, now, sneezed, or blow? What the what, fuck is going I on? I mean, this? is that the kind of show you think this is? I'm not answering that. I'm not. Uh, wackiest place? Sometimes I shit in the toilet. What do you want from me? You've been shitting in the toilet? <laughs> Don't roast me for this one. I'm pretty sure that's what you're supposed to do. <laughs> uh, let's see if the second part of the question um, is any good. Uh, we in civilized societies are rich. Why then are the many poor? Why this painful drudgery for the masses? Why, even in the best paid, uh, oh, is it, well, even to the best paid workmen, pardon me, 
this uncertainty for the morrow in the midst of all the wealth inherited from the past and in spite of the powerful means of production, which could ensure comfort to all in return for a few hours of daily toil. If you guys could please read this in a few months, that would be pretty fucking dope. Uh, that's a good point, but I'm not answering that one either. So, <laughs> How dare you? Uh, I'll answer it. Can I, can I answer it? Yeah, if you feel moved to do so, please. <clears throat> so the question was, uh, why uh, in civilized societies, uh, why are so many people poor? Why? Uh, mm-hmm. Just because. Yeah. So. Uh, what else we got here? Mitch. Jesse, Mitch. do you ever write any short stories or do any creative writing? Uh, if, if so, can it be found somewhere online? Uh, I don't, I haven't published any fictional things. Um, that's something I hope to work on this next year is, uh, work on some scripts, some character stuff, um, and, and do some more fun, creative writing. Of course, my first book is out as the old football coach available on Amazon. Great present for your dad or dad adjacent person in your life. Uh, but it's not fiction. It's actually, uh, it's all too real. Yeah. It's uh, about football. The gridiron. The, the old pigskin. You got that right. Uh, Mike, what do you want your epitaph to say? Now, Mike, an epitaph is something that goes on a headstone. Yeah. A uh, headstone is the thing in a cemetery that marks where your body is buried. Yeah. Um, so, what would I want on my epitaph? Yeah. What would you want that to read? Uh, Here lies Mike, he never scored. That's a pretty good one. Um, how about this? I came, I saw... I farted. <laughs> it's pretty good, right? I mean, you'd have to fart in order to make it. Yeah. You have farted. Yeah. I'm hoping to fart one of these days. Man. <laughs> well, I'm, you've getting, got, I'm yeah. getting there. You have scared. To, you don't have to do it yet, but you are running out of time. <laughs> <I'm> scared. <laughs> well, uh, so thanks for writing in. Uh, also, uh, you can uh, leave us a voicemail, 802-359-PISS. 302-359-PISS. P-I-S-S. It was the last number they had. Somebody said uh, there was a guy who called in who was just, just every sa- eating sausage sandwiches every day. Oh, something. yeah. He was spelling out the name of the you. I'm sure everyone got that but me. But us. Yeah, I didn't get it I thought it was all. just a crazy person. Turns out he was a, uh, well, he's still crazy person. Still obviously a loon. <laughs> I mean, who, who dials a phone number with piss in it and then just starts reading off acronyms? Very weird. But uh, thank you for that. Call in and leave us a voicemail. Uh, again, you don't have to be intoxicated beyond belief in order to do it. Just want to, but it helps. Oh, it, yeah, it helps. Uh, leave us a five star reviews uh, review on iTunes if you don't mind. Uh, that helps us. And uh, Patreon episodes um, are up. Yeah, Patreon bonus episodes. Uh, Patreon dot com forward slash. Uh... Your, your Kickstarter, Kickstarter sucks. sucks. Yeah, or you can just search it. So. Shopped out your Kickstarter sucks. All right, let's, that's enough. Okay, that's enough. Thanks. Bye. <laughs> Goodbye. It's the YKS hotline. Eight zero two three five nine P I S S. It's the last number they had. Oh, hey, Jesse. Hey, Mike. Uh, it's Alex here. Um, I, uh, I'm calling from jail. I did not remember, uh, any other phone numbers because I have a cell phone and I don't, 
I don't remember anyone's phone numbers. I got to do a little tussle. Um, here in New York City, uh, I'm in jail. I don't know the precinct. Um, uh, this is the only phone number that I could remember. Eight zero two three five nine piss. Um, I guess I remember one eight hundred mattress also, but I don't know anyone at the mattress line. So, um, uh, if you could call Anne uh, or my mom and have them call Central Booking. Uh, I'd like it a lot, uh, I don't know any other way to get out of here. I don't have a lawyer. I don't have representation. Um, also, the guy that called last week and uh, said something about just eating sausages uh, or whatever, uh, he was just uh, he was doing uh, an acrostic of Jesse Farrar. If you spelled out the words, the first letter of each one of those words was Jesse Farrar. Okay, get me out of here. Bye.